I'm Corey Murray. And I'm Charlie Penn. And you're listening to Yes, yes Girl. This week's guest is the hilarious Tashina Arnold. Despite the quarantine, Corey, you know, the hustle doesn't stop. And while we were really locked down, we talked to so many great, amazing guests, and we didn't get a chance to run them off. So we have you're a right. treat for you guys this week. Because despite the quarantine, the hustle doesn't stop, and Tashina Arnold is the queen of hustling. And we love talking with her, no matter what she's doing. At the time, she was promoting, I think, like 20 projects, <laughs> at least and buckling down for the ride that is quarantine that actually is starting back up again. So people, please wear your mask. Please wash your hands. But, you know, you know, be safe. Like Charlie's saying, please, please, please be safe. But this past week, quarantine did give us thinking and really missing being on the streets in New Orleans. I woke up one morning and I think I could smell the po' boy. I know. And then I realized, nope, my kitchen cupboards were empty. <laughs> and I was not in New Orleans and there was not a po' boy on the stove for me. It just wasn't happening because we weren't down there. There's so many things that were like our official start of summer that would happen at Festival in New Orleans. You're right, Charlie. We should have been on the streets in New Orleans doing the Essence Festival. But you know what? We had to keep that energy going. And what did we do? We put it on virtually. And not just one week, but two, two weeks. Two weeks. Corey, can you believe we pulled that off? Can we just give a shout out to Team Essence? You guys, we pulled off, through 100% remote work, we pulled off two Essence Festival weekends remotely, virtually. And we, I mean, besides the crowds and actually being on the ground, Corey, we, I feel like we really gave every experience that you can get going to festival. Yeah. I think the only thing you just didn't have was the NOLA heat, mm-hmm. although it could be hot where you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the smell of poor boys oh. and good. the drip drip of hurricanes. Okay. <sighs> Cause we gave you concerts. We gave you panels, all the things, celebrity um, sightings. We gave you club quarantine. We, we gave did. you jokes. Shout out to Lonnie Love and D Nice. We, we gave, gave you Essence Fest After Dark. We gave we you a little talk. Sex we gave you inspiration. We gave you Gospel Sunday. We sure did. Two Sundays in a row. I didn't have to worry about sure signing on the church online. Because oh. I was like, I got it right here. There it was. Come on, Kirk Franklin and them. Tamla. Oh, my God. Tamla, man. Take me to the king. I just. But you know what? Bravo. Team Essence. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. It was just Black Woman Appreciation Weekend back to back. Didn't it feel good? It felt good. And you know what? Shout out to my cousin. I probably have talked about her before. Her name is Baby Rhonda. Baby Rhonda. Hey, boo. Baby Rhonda. Her birthday was July 4th. And I think I can say this. She turned 50. Stop it. I know. But the reason I'm, t- I'm bringing her up, because A, she's my cousin. And I'm going to shout her out. Rhonda. Baby Rhonda. But when, um, as the Essence Virtual Festival was happening, I was scrolling through my pictures. I'm sure you did, too. Because so many people were posting, like, they're old. They're like, we should throwbacks. be in New Orleans with the throwback. I remember, like, Sylvia Old Bell's picture, Gia Peppers, Danielle Young, um, Jima Pickett. Everyone was posting, right? And I was searching, and I found a photo of my cousin, Antishina Arnold. Oh, I didn't know that was festival. Um, Sheena, I know, is a regular festival. She's a regular. Like, I've had so many. I mean, you've been there. The Stars Party when they were promoting Survivor's Remorse. Like, we've had so many good time with Tashina Arnold down at festival. What is your favorite Tashina Arnold moment? From festival or just, like, forever? Forever. Ooh, okay. Little Shop of Hearts. I'm sorry. That uh, classic. 
So that's probably my favorite Tashina and Tisha moment, just period. But I mean, I mean, I feel like if I don't, if I don't say Pam or Martin, you know, then it's just like, I'm not black, but I don't know if this is what I'll say. My favorite Tashina moment is Corey. I love her roles, but my favorite Tashina moment is the fact that every time you come in contact with Tashina Arnold, she gives you that person. She is funny. She is real. She will have you laughing so I mean Tashina is just like truly like your best friend in your head in real life when you meet her and I think my favorite moment is how authentic she is what about you I love all those things you just said and during quarantine I have uh watched Little Shop of Horrors again yes I watched it with Jillian because I always love we uh, me and her dad are every now and then we'll just go feed me see more more. Feed me see more. And she was like, what are y'all talking about? And it was, uh, I believe on Apple TV, they had a, um, they had it for free. They had like a free, you know. And you got to put her on? I got to put her on. she like it? And at first she was like, what is this? What is this? But she got into it. And then she's like, it's a musical? I was like, yes, it's a musical. So anyway, but we got into it. She loved it. Um, But I think, I, I love Tashina on Instagram because you get to, especially the moments with her daughter. Um, I love her talking to the camera. I just love that part of her personality. And I Me love too. seeing that. And which is why we decided to talk to her again. So yeah. let's get into this interview. And let you guys hear this great moment we had with Tashina during quarantine. Hilarious. Hey, bitches. Hey, everybody sister how are you i am good are you nope there's no complaint okay so wait we got our drinks because we got a toast to today's guest Corey. you ready to do this oh yeah i'm ready ready to toast uh -uh, is that a coffee mug yeah i love it though it's who is that it's my dude's uh insignia of his his brand Oh, cute. Oh, yeah. I like it. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Here is to Tina Arnold, the most booked and blessed woman we know. <laughs> Come on. She didn't even know quarantine was coming, but gave us three projects to watch. Three. Doing <laughs> hardest working woman in Hollywood. Come oh. on. Thank you. That's called having a good team to tea to Sheena. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yummy. Gina, welcome back to Yes Girl. You know, we love talking to you. The last time you were here, you were on the show with Tisha, and I don't think I've laughed that hard since. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Welcome back, sister. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. No complaints. You know, living the life in home, in my home, you know? Yeah. Together at home. And a lot of new things. <laughs> You've been so busy. And are you in California? Are you, because didn't you move to Atlanta to do some work? Yeah, I have a, uh, yeah, I have a place in Atlanta, but I'm in, I'm in California. Yeah, California. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm in so California. let me get this straight. You and Corey have nice weather and I'm sitting here with a coat. Got it. Oh, that sucks though. Yeah, I'm in Jersey. Coming soon. It's coming soon. At least Jersey, you have a little more space over in Jersey. You're not in the city, so... I'm grateful. First of all, Tina, Charlie Penn, don't, don't let her, Charlie Penn is in a full four-level home that she recently purchased. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. It's my first house, sister. I'm so thrilled. Thank you, Corey. She got nooks. She got crannies. Come what on. I'm in a guest house. Quarantine for you. This is a great time for you to get, you know, used Girl. to that. 
Molson. Oh, that's lovely. When I tell you we moved in the end of December, look, <laughs> we just made it. <laughs> that's dope. I'm, I'm so grateful. Are you, what sign are you? Virgo. Okay, okay. I found out I have a, my, 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 what is it? Not the rise. My rising is Virgo and my moon is Sagittarius. Yeah. What are you though? Cancer. So I have water, fire, and what is it? Earth or something? Yeah, you have everything. Because Earth, Virgo's Earth. Oh, you just have everything inside you. Everything. everything. That's that why explains I'm so much. I love it. <laughs> but it's all good. But congratulations on your house. That's Thank awesome. you so much, sister. That's a beautiful thing. You have your own place to rest your head. And it's, is it your first? Yes. Dope. Yes. Oh, that's such a wonderful feeling. It's like something that you'll always remember, which is really, really cool. So I pray that you have wonderful, wonderful memories in your new home. You are such a blessing. Thank you. And speaking of congratulations, sis, three projects? Corey, yeah. break them down. What you got going on? First of all, okay, we got Clover, <laughs> which I want to thank you for bringing out Chaz Parliamentary because I have oh, loved yeah. him since the Bronx tale. <laughs> bring them out, but you know. <laughs> And I wish well, we had is, together. We didn't have a scene together. I saw him once walking down the street in New York. Um, and I wanted to like go up to him, but he clearly had this vibe about him. Like, don't like, I'm real, I'm He's one school. of those real thespians that you don't even, you're not even insulted by it. It's like, you, you yeah, don't no, I was just like, I'm not gonna ask him for an autograph. Yeah, I'm respect. good. <laughs> Take a picture while he's walking, you make sure he don't see you. It's, you know. He's one of those, which is not a bad thing. You know, it, it becomes a lot. And a lot of a lot of actors, you know, I had to tell myself that years ago. I said, Tashina, this may be the first time, you know, this person is meeting you. You may have met 50 people that day. But a lot of actors, they're just human and they, you know, they want to deal with a lot of people. And especially now, no. look, you know, now we can't even because everybody wanted hugs for me. Nobody was asking me for autographs. It went from people wanting autographs to people wanting hugs, straight up like selfies, and then it went to the hugs. Yes. So that was, um, you know, I thought back. I was like, wow, I would give a lot of people hugs. So it's so easy, and I'm already a germaphobe. But it's you, you. Ha it's something that you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I want to do it, but now I can't. It's like I can't do it anymore. Like it's air kisses, cause you're all love. So yeah. now you gotta just air kiss. Yeah, but it's it's sad because people really do need hugs. People really just they want to. I know, and something about that human touch you kind of need, and isn't that really? I know. Crazy, but yeah, I don't want to be Debbie Downer today. We're gonna be happy. Yeah. We're gonna yes, be happy. yes. We have the drinks. We have the drinks ready. Hotel, bitches. Hey, girl. Did you have to, all right, because I'm, not that I own a gun, but I always like to see women hold a gun. Okay. Did you do any training for that, for this uh, rolling no, clover? That, no, that gun was a little tight, but no, because I love guns. I've been, I, I've been around guns all my life, and I love guns in the sense I love the power that they hold, but I also am intrigued with the responsibility that it takes to have a gun. Mm -hmm. Like, when you, you know, I took the test and did all that stuff, but my father was a tired, you know, was a police officer my whole, you know, childhood, okay. so... I've been around guns, swords. So I always had an understanding and an appreciation and a respect for guns. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been, I love shooting. I love the range. I love skeet shooting. I love it all. I love seeing you be a badass. Just period. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's what I, I really liked uh, doing Clover because I enjoyed playing something different. And, I, and that's exactly what I called it. I said, I'm the only black female in this whole film that has dialogue. 
I'm in, you know, towards, I'm, I'm, I'm not a nemesis, but I'm still kind of a badass with two crazy white boys. I love it. I love the plot. <laughs> I was like, I'm here for it. What, what, what is, so what is it about? I haven't watched it yet, but what is it about? Because it seems to be you're protecting the, the young girl in it. Well, it's, Are okay. you it's a, it's about two Irish brothers whose dad owned a pub in a predominantly Italian mafia neighborhood. The dad gets respect by the Italians because he's been there for years or whatever. The dad dies, leaves the sons. One son is responsible and the other is not. And the other son lost the, the, the bar in a bet. Ends up borrowing money from the, from the, <laughs> it's great, it's great stuff. It's good. Money from the mafia. Now the mafia make, is making them pay their debt back by going and doing one of the, a hit for him in order to clean their debt. Hit goes wrong. Hit goes wrong. But I, where I come in, I am a, the, his, their father, basically, you know, a little backstory was that their father kind of helped me, took me off the streets. So I became, you know, somebody that his, you know, his black daughter, basically somebody that whatever, he just kind of, you know, helped be, was a second, you know, father to. So I end up like their older sister. But I get mad at the, they, they get so bad off with the mafia running, chasing them. Cause they, you know, they're running from the mafia. Then they uh, come to me. But by the time they come to me, it's too late. The mafia already has a hit out on them. They're trying to kill them. But the little girl comes in, her name is Clover. So happens that Clover is at the hit job that the mafia wanted them to do that went wrong. Because oh, so she's a witness. To kill had a daughter. They did. There was oh, you didn't tell us. You, you know, that there was going to be a kid here after everything happened. So long story short, the kid is not who she is. The kid has mothers, two mothers that are hit women that were hired by the that was hired by one some another mafioso guy to kill. Oh wow! It was just, it's it's uh, uh, John, Johnny Abrams could to, could explain it better, but I love the plot. I love that it was quirky. I love that it was just it was uh, the actors that were in it. You know, it's just one of those things. Johnny and I go back from out to our New York days, so you know when I get offered a role, I always like to make sure that I can do it because I, you know it was. I love the content of it. I just I thought it was a nice quirky movie. Okay, first of all, it, there's no role that you can't of- do. So let's just stop. We've seen you do it all. Second, I need more two-minute movie recaps from you because that was everything. Right, Corey? I felt like we were getting all the time. I love play. it. I was so tired. I'm totally going to watch it. That's why I cut it off. I was so tired of hearing myself talk. I hate hearing myself talk, and I talk so much. I mean, what the hell? You do? I do talk a lot. But when I don't talk, I, people get nervous when I don't talk, so I try not to have any um, open space. I love, when you talk, you bring so much joy. <laughs> well, mo- mo- normally when I stop talking, I'm in my cancer mode and about to go on my shell, or I'm furious. Mm. When I'm quiet, my household gets nervous. Everybody's like, okay, what's going on? Yeah, it could be bad. Okay, Just- and then main event, right? So we've got like family movie. I was offered that role, praise the Lord. And the main event is about a little kid who finds a magical mask that, you know, I love the fact that WWE back in the day, it used to be WWF when I used to watch it with my sister and they hooked up with Netflix and had this really cool 
I, that was my first child film. It was my first like mm -hmm. film that children could actually sit down and watch. No cursing, no you know vulgarity, all above board where the whole family could sit and watch it. So I was really happy about that. Very happy. They must be doing a lot with um, the WWE because my daughter has found another show on Netflix about a former wrestler who's moved to Tampa and taking care of like a family. Oh, wow. It's, yeah. yeah. Netflix is doing everything and just, you know that's yeah. a great now you know I, when I was off of the road they they it was you know they the first description was grandma because that was the name Gma and I'm like oh hell no nah. I got me playing moms and now I got playing grandma oh come on man but then I thought about it after I read the content as I have a hot flash I thought about it and as I read the content I'm like wait a minute I do have 50 year old, like my friends uh, had their grandmas. We were having babies early. Like my generation, my friends were having kids at 17, 18. Like that's what it was in Queens. <laughs> I mean, for a lot of my friends, I mean, my so friend only for the bushes out there, she's 46 and she's a grandmother. And she really? probably was a grandma at 45. Yeah. That's crazy. We're the new age grandma. I believe the term is glamma. G-L-A. Come on, y'all. And I love that. That's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, and I love the way Jay Karras embraced the movie. I love the direction that he took it. He, he answered a lot of my questions. So I love when I do a piece of work where the director really knows what he's doing. <laughs> how do you decide what role to take, Sheena? Like, how do you, because you've done such an amazing variety of roles. And it was interesting you said this is my first family, you know, film. I didn't even think you could have a first left, right? You've done so much. So how do you decide exactly what role to take? Like, do you let it sit in your spirit? Like, what's your process? I'm very curious. I read the script and I sit down and said, Tashina, will you sit and would, could you sit down and watch this with your daughter? And be like, if I could sit down, because I don't watch myself. I hate watching myself i've tried while we're on this quarantine i can't do it i just can't do it because i'm very critical so i'll just start since you know censoring myself and i don't want to do that especially when it comes to comedy but if i can't sit down and even with vulgarity because my daughter's been around cursing and all that stuff all her life i'm the biggest potty mouth ever <laughs> used to watch family guy when she was three i said tell you can't tell people you're watching family guy but she got the joke she understood all the jokes i was like okay well she's like me when i used to sneak and watch benny hill i was glued oh my god i used to watch i oh, love benny hill i love so i watched and saturday night live my, yeah, my mother would not let we. I come from a staunch Christian background. My mother, I had to sneak and watch Benny Hill. And one time she caught me. I was like, Ma, it's so funny. Please let me. What is Benny Hill? I feel like I'm missing out. Oh my God. Okay. Well, it was, just, it was a British, uh, was it improv or variety show? Variety, it, was a, it was like a, a not variety. It's a, like, they do segments. What is that? Main, it's a, called. Yeah, sketches. Sketch show. Sketch comedy. It was a sketch show. I know that. But yeah, it came on after. It was kind of the last series that would come on at night, right before television goes off. There'll probably be an infomercial or something after that, and then television goes to that. The lines. Yeah. So Benny <laughs> was at the end of the night, and I just—he was a funny English guy. He was just—it was very not appealing for women. It like it objectified. Oh women. yeah, it was horrible in that part. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was, it was, but it was 
that's what it was. But it was funny. There was a lot of funny stuff about it. So that's funny that she used to watch that. But I used to let Elijah watch, you know, watch it with me. And I saw she was laughing at the funny joke, like laughing at the same jokes I would laugh at. <laughs> and whenever she would see Peter naked, she'll turn away, you know, but she got used to that. So I, 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 I love the fact that I'm part of a film that she literally needs to watch. She needs to see more because she's 16 going on 55. Pray for me. So she's she, an old soul. <laughs> to have a, 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 sh a show that's just good old, just that, that, old, that wholesome with the message and that everybody can understand every gender, every race, every creed, every color could watch the movie and really enjoy it with a little bit of the, the nostalgia with the WWE, with the, all that wrestling. You know, the wrestling is still in. It's wrestling that's people, oh, no. families go and you see wrestling. Like it's, it's a big huge. Yeah. I didn't know that. I hadn't watched wrestling in a long time. You know, My I was little brother used to be into it all the time. And that's how I knew The Rock before he was, you know, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. yeah, my lineup was we got up on Saturday mornings and we could not get my mother's way for her cleaning the house. So we watched Kung Fu, wrestling, and Soul Train. After Soul Train, your behind better get out in the streets and get away so she can mop her floors. Yep. That was my oh my God, your mom. Same thing. <laughs> so if I did not watch wrestling, we watched, um, I watched a lot of those old Bean Crosby movies. Do you oh, remember those? Yes, Black and yeah. white. Yeah. Yes. That's how I knew about Hedy Lamar and all of these. Yeah. Betty Davis. Yes. All of them. Okay. I'm going to my drink because I missed a lot. Oh, you yeah. No. I, yes. You're younger, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I feel like I missed the good stuff. Well, well this is when TV, you had, I mean, TV was only what? Four channels? Four channels. How many? It, well, back yeah. in the day, it was three, and then PBS came on, got yeah. PBS, and then once Fox came on, that's mm. when... Yeah. So I'm seeing you and Elijah, like, quarantined together, making the best of it. First of all, I'm obsessed with your daughter and your <laughs> dynamic, and your, you guys are just the best mom-daughter duo. Was it like... <laughs> being quarantined together. What's the moment? How you saying same? Our quarantine has been doing very well. Thank God for space. <laughs> you know, I yes. am in a place that has space. I used to, mm -hmm. even when Elijah was little, I would always, if I traveled with her, I made sure that I had enough money to get a big hotel room. I could not do a regular hotel room with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I was like, we need space, especially if we're going to be here longer than two days. Oh, yeah, no, no. Because she needs, you know, when they're kids, they need to run around, jump on beds and stuff like that. I'm like, she needs room, so she doesn't drive me nuts. So we're used to having our space, which has helped our relationship. But she's beautiful. She is, um, I'm teaching her how to drive, so. We saw. <laughs> but I love how you were a cop with it. You were like, nope, wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to start this over, start this over. It's Make since, them good early. Yeah, well, it's since memory. I was driving by the time I was by the time I was fourteen. I was driving. Like me and my friend, we were my friend. He was older. He taught me how to drive. We would sneak out, take my mother's car. That it was just. And my mom, she knew we were taking her car. She said, "Y'all better bring my car back in time for work." Because we used to go to all the churches, so we weren't out in the streets. We were church hopping, singing at all the churches, anywhere we could sing. We would just be singing. So it's. 
it's it's crazy having a daughter that now everything is a little different for her. That I'm saying, thank God for Uber. Oh my God, our kids don't know how to drive because we have Uber. We don't have to. Yeah. We, don't have to we have delivery service. So between Uber, Uber Eats and Postmates, Elijah's good. So y'all were ready for this pandemic. You had all the digital everything. I have to. I, I'm a cancer. I don't. I don't like feeling like I don't have something. Like literally, if I run out of something, I've always been this way. If I'm cooking something and I need like a spice or something, and I don't have it. I will lose my mind. I'll go to the store and buy two of them so I don't run out of it next time. It's a sickness. <laughs> so wait, how many Clorox wipes you got? Because okay. I'm, I'm out. I need. Can you mail us some, sis? I already. I'm on my last two packs and I could totally mm -hmm. see anyone. And I've had those packs for a year. That's yeah. how stocked up you were? I was, oh, listen, girl, I've been stocking for the past two years. I would say for the past two years, I've been stocking. I just yeah. felt my spirit years ago. I was like, what are we going to do if something happens? I just, I don't, I have moments where I feel vulnerable and I don't like feeling vulnerable. And that the, when I had that that earthquake happened years ago in 1991. I was wide awake for it. I used to save $5 bills. Somebody taught me, I was like, yo, look, if you want to save money, save $5 bills. I was like, wow, that makes sense. Cause every time you get changed, you get a five. Right. So I, saved five, I had like $300 worth of $5 bills. That earthquake happened, nobody had money. Cash ATMs were out, electricity gone. So whatever money you had was in your pockets or whatever you stashed under your bed. So everybody was coming to be like, yo, can I get 10, can I get? And from that moment in, I just was like, I have to be prepared for everything. I have to be prepared. And it's like, you get like feelings and instincts. My mind is blown right now. I, well, what happens is we get, caught, well, we get caught up. You have that instincts, but your instincts is focused on other things. Right. I'm 50. So this is the difference between uh, our ages as well. My thoughts is on something completely different than yours because I'm at a different point in my life. I know exactly why I'm thinking the way I'm thinking. Thank God, though, that I am type of kind of a hoarder. I just, I like to have, make sure I have, because I give her. Like people used like to come to my house. Yeah, it's not for me to have, but I hate when people ask me, ask me for something and I don't have it. Cause my house has always been Grand Central Station. I wake up and people are sleeping on my couch. I'm like, okay, who's this? <laughs> a home, that's what a home should be. So I like always being prepared. I always buy extra seat sheets, extra towels. <laughs> it's just a sickness. <laughs> Wait, I should have came and with stayed at your house, uh, right? I should have your guest house. <laughs> you could have, you could, you totally could have. You really could have, cause I'm, I'm prepared. Everything I have, especially for a, a single mom, like a mom, because a lot of my, my Elijah's friends, their mothers are single mothers with daughters. So we all like the single mom crew and I'm just prepared. Like I could take in, you know, two single moms, two kids, we good. We ain't gonna starve, we Wait, good. I have a question. I know you're, um, you're quarantined with Elijah, but how are you guys working out the remote learning? Because that's where I'm getting like the hiccup because the minute she's finished Zooming class, she wants to go play because she's like, I'm done. And I'm like, girl, you still need to work because I'm working. So I need you to be busy up at least till 240. <laughs> I'm going to tell that's a that's such a great mommy question. And I'm almost I'm a little embarrassed by my reply. But, you know, I'm, I'm always going to keep it real and be honest with keep you. Keep it real. I basically told Elijah, I said, look here. You see, I got a lot of stuff to handle. 
This is where you have to be responsible and you have to make an effort and go online, go on that Schoology and you get your lesson. Just because we're quarantined does not mean that you are not going to school. You have to learn. You got to exercise your brain. School is for you so you can be quick. You, you, know, you got to be, be exercise that brain. Your brain is as small, you know, strong as muscle. I go through all of this. And then I tell, I said, because if you don't and you leave it up to me, you're going to be dumb as rocks. No, it's true. I had to have a talk with her. I was like, I need you to focus because I'm working. It's so many fights and stuff. It's just that that's where I gave up a long time ago, because I would stress Elijah out doing her homework when she was little. Like the homework thing just stressed us out. I said, you know what? I'm going to hire somebody that knows how to do this. Mommy can't do this. Like I know my limitations as a mother and it stops at her schoolwork. It's, it's crazy. I know. That like that she has like in when we like when we see the videos, you're like your comedic timing, your energy, just that natural light. What are some things that you are glad, some qualities that you're glad that she got from you? Oh my God. She's very she um she's very empathetic. Sometimes too empathetic. I'm showing her how to use her empathy and how to, you know, because you Manage. know <laughs> mean it she's in the mean ages you know they're mean ages at this age so she's in that age where you know it's like I have to tell her what emotion she's going through at that moment so I told her you know you have to learn how to know that when you feeling you're feeling empathy that it may not have anything to do with you you have to take on that energy but you got to let that energy go because that's somebody else's sadness and somebody else's you know sorrow so you got to be able to you know release it so we're going through that, but she has, I love that she has that because she's cognizant of dealing with people. Like I, I literally prayed for her to be strong. And it was kind of a gift and a curse having that, if you can understand me, because yeah. she's so strong that it just, that's where we, you know, bump right. it. But, you know, she, she's going to, like, I know she's going to learn through experience. And this is something I have to, I can't, you know, always try to pick her up. She got to have, a, you know, a few scrapes and bruises in order to understand how life is. And, um, but she is also extremely talented, gifted. Like, I, she has things that I didn't possess at that age. Like, I just was, I, you know, I, singing was my, is, is my gift, but Elijah dancing started off and I, I was like, no, I know she could sing. I know she could sing. All she wanted to do was dance. I said, I know she could sing. So that's how we started the car karaoke thing. Cause I was <laughs> getting her in the ride on the way to school just to sing and passes the time. But she's so gifted and the stuff that she's doing, she's her, her pin game is ridiculous. She's been writing. So like she's, she's doing great. She's just a beautiful soul. And I just want to, make sure that she remains a beautiful soul and not become tainted by life. You know, I'm trying to get her to, to, to protect her, her spirit. You know, we're going to get hurt. We got, you know what I mean? Things mm -hmm. are going to happen to us, but I don't want anything to break your spirit. Guard so, the heart. <laughs> yeah. well, it's not even guarding the heart. Cause I always say the heart lies. Mm. Yeah. But you got to be careful what you let penetrate it. I guess when I think of that, I feel like when, I, when things get into my heart, it's deep for me. So I try to guard like what I let into it from, in a good and a bad way. 
You know what I mean? Because it's like, if I'm passionate about it, if I love it, if I believe, then I hold on longer. So I'm careful what I let inside. But are you prepared to deal with if something does get inside? What is your method to deal with? That's the struggle. Well, see, it doesn't have to be a struggle. Right. Just how you know that you're guarding your heart, you should know, okay, if somebody penetrates my space, my, my, my spirit, my, my, my energy, my time, my attention, if something penetrates that and I don't like it or I don't know how to deal with it, you have to have some type of thing that you know you can, hand, you, you can deal with it. Like, so it doesn't throw you off or it doesn't take you down. Come up with a plan in order to deal with the broken heart. Come up with a plan in order to deal with heartache or, or disappointment yes. or surprises. You know, it's just a mechanism of coping and survival. Yes. Just go to your primal instincts. You better give a word to Sheeta. Thank no, you. I've been, Thank been you. through it. I've been through it. I only said because I've, I've been through it. I receive everything you just said. Everything's <laughs> not for you. Like, every, you know, what's for me may, need, may not be for you. But yeah. only you know you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Corey. Tashina, now that we've kind of all been alone and facing ourselves and seeing things we've never seen or kept died or whatever, how can, what have you learned about yourself in these couple of weeks that you've been self-isolating? I'm a lot more patient. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I do not pray for is patience because I don't want to be tested. So I don't pray for patience, but I know my impatience, it does, it works against me. It doesn't help me. So I'm trying to learn how, okay, that's why I learned my, you know, the breathing. I did it over before I had to drive with Elijah. I'm like, listen, just, we're going to take deep breaths. I let some air get to my brain. And then I, so I'm not, I, I, I react less than I did before. Cause I, I, you know, I come from a family of reactors. You do something that's automatic, boom, that, you know, that domineering, dominant, you know, thing that you get from a black woman that's raised by other very strong black women. It's just something yeah. we pass on to each other. Mm-hmm. But my patience was just ridiculous, but I just had to, and Elijah taught me a lot about patience. I mean, I have no other choice. And she'll even say, mom. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn, if your old daughter's telling you to calm down, this because usually I'm telling her to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, th- I noticed that it's my patience. I'm loving that we get to like feel our feelings right now more than ever because we don't have time to do anything else. Like, I think when we, I was telling Corey, like, we were just hustle, bustle, hustle. Like, you don't always get to stop and feel. I'm I'm really enjoying feeling my feelings, good or bad. Feeling my feelings. I love that. <laughs> I love that feeling my feelings because that's what you're doing. You're embracing everything. You yeah. are in control of this ship. You are running this ship. Nobody else is. Mm-hmm. So when you're running the ship, you must be in control of that that ship. And it, it helps. Yeah. It, I mean. It totally helps. I, my sister and I have this thing. We call it take your five minutes, especially for women like us. We're single moms. We're, you know, we're, we're doing it. You know, we got five different hats. We take care of this one. We take care of that one. We got this thing going on. We go praying for this to happen. And we're, it's just, we are all 
over the place. Mm-hmm. But you're right. We have to take our moments. We take our five minutes. So when you're feeling those things or you're getting angry, you know you want to curse somebody out, I just take deep breaths and I just walk away. I just take five minutes. And that five minutes yeah. literally rejuvenates me. My dog is my therapist right now. I just turned to her and I'm like, karma, look, <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. Karma. I have, a, I had a palm tree named karma. Karma with an H. K-H. Oh, I love that. She was a bitch too. That karma was no joke, honey. She was, oh. We named her that because she's good and bad. Clearly. Uh, that, that, that little bit of yeah, a little bit of good karma, bad karma. Seriously. But I've been just talking to her. Like, you know, something happens, I watch something on the news, I know y'all think I'm crazy, but it feels so good. No, it, it does. Yeah. It's unconditional love. Like, mm-hmm. dogs don't talk back. And, you know, they, they get back at you, if, if you know. But they know you. They're like, they're, they're like our children. Yeah. I tell people yeah. all the time, your children know you better than you do sometimes. You're, you know yourself sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They sense things. Uh-huh. They do. Yeah. I always, Charlie knows this, but my daughter loves to tell me if I, if I say I have to go do something, she goes, do you want to do it or you need to do it? Wow. I'm always like, that. wow. Get out of my life. Read. But, <laughs> get out of my life. <laughs> where, but, you know, initially when she would do it, I would get angry. But now the lesson I'm kind of learning in quarantine is I need to tell her like, well, no, mommy does need this. Mommy, mommy needs it. Or my, yes, mommy wants this. It's not about about work mommy needs this virtual happy hour with her friends because mommy wants this and it's okay with that because i was feeling very um guilty about it and i was getting angry with her for reading me but you know she showed me a side of me that you know that she sees so now she knows like okay i get it it's something you want versus something you need or vice versa this di- generation is different. Like they feel like they're old certain things. They have access to the whole World Wide Web and sometimes don't use it. Yeah. But I find myself when I do explain things to Elijah, it makes things a lot easier because now she knows yeah. she has more information to go on. So I, I stopped doing that. I told you so years ago. I think I gave mm-hmm. her too much home. But I do explain myself when necessary. <laughs> Corey, I'm glad you brought up like the need versus want, right, ladies? Because that's the other like list that keeps going in my head right now with all this time. Like I'm learning what Charlie needs versus what Charlie wants and what I need to be happy. So Tashina, what are you, what have you learned in your 50 years as a woman that you need to be happy as a woman? Well, that's a really good question for me because I don't like to need things but i do like to i i kind of like needing love mm. i kind of like yeah need like i like i like nurturing people like i like um i like for people to be around me and be comfortable and just kind of like i okay. live i don't know it's just always that's just how i always been i just like I like when people now, when people are uncomfortable or make me uncomfortable, then we it's not a... That's it. It's like, mm-hmm. people, you know, it's just because I know I'm picking up on something else that I probably shouldn't be picking up on. But I like to make people comfortable because when they're comfortable, I'm, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't like, like, I'm, not, I'm simple. I'm not a complicated kind of person. I love that you need to give others love. That's beautiful. And that brings you joy. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I think it just releases natural endorphins in me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, okay, that's cool. My dad is kind of, my dad and my mom are like that. So I kind of got it by default, but my dad, he, he can't live life without taking somebody in. He has to have a, he has to have people that he's helping. Every mm-hmm. time I go, like, even when the crack era happened, you know, like when crack first got out in the streets and my, you know, my dad was in, uh, um, the, the living in the pro he was in the projects and I came to visit him. I was like, yo dad, I'm, 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 you know, I'm coming up. Where should I park? He was like, no, no, just park there where you are. I'm like, oh, okay. You see me. Okay, great. I said, but who's going to help me? But I got these bags. He's like, no, no, I sent somebody down. And this, when I tell you this woman, I could tell she probably was a beautiful young lady back in the day, but she cracked had just literally riddled her body and she i think she was even tweaking she's like your dad told me to come and help help you i'm like girl i ain't giving you my bag <laughs> but i knew it i was like my dad but he does he takes care of the neighborhood that's how my dad was he doesn't matter if you're on drugs doesn't matter you're still people you're still human so i, I i've always been that way we all have different needs we all we all want and need something. And sometimes we lose out on stuff. Like it's just, life is different. We all make choices and we have to deal with the choices that we make. But I think that we should all try our best to bring each other joy. You get joy from giving joy. It's just, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a natural thing. Come on, Tisha. Now work. I know, thank Let you. Just... Thank you for that. Joy. To the joy, I sister. I don't know if this conversation is going this way, but girl, listen, I'm at home, I got shit else to do. Okay. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's feed our soul time. I know okay. I sound like mini Oprah, and I don't mean to, but it's feed our soul time. Well, let me ask you this. When do you feel you stopped feeding your soul? I don't ever want to mm. stop feeding my soul. No, I don't ever want to either. So you're constantly feeding your, your soul. We're just doing it different ways. You haven't, I, I, I taught myself how to do this is when I don't know what to do, I just stop. Literally, I don't answer the phone. I don't do anything just for, it's the five minutes again. You just stop. When I, I don't like not being able to make decisions because I'm, I'm the head of my little household. You know, I'm the, yeah. my daughter is counting on me. Like literally if I, if I mess up, I mess her up. I mess mm-hmm. my mother up. I mess my, I mess everybody else up. So it's like my responsibility. I take it very seriously in a sense where I have to protect myself. Cause if I go down and a lot of other people go, go, goes down. Mm-hmm. Gotta protect yourself and when I don't know what decision to make, I just stop and I don't do anything. And like 99% of the time that I've done that, boop, boop, things have just been, it's been handled. Okay. We yeah. try to, we, a lot of times we confuse stuff because we're reactive. We're always being in control. We're always doing, yeah. And when you stop, you can see where things are going now. Like, okay, oh, that's, oh, I'm tripping. We get yeah. caught up in our own vortex and we don't see anything else but what it is that we think and need that we have to do. But a lot of times you don't need to do anything. And this is what this quarantine has brought a lot of people. This is time for us to reflect. And not only that, how are you coming out of this quarantine? Who are you yeah. going to be? 
how are you going to be? Are you going to be broken? Are you going to be strong? Are you going to be sad? Are you going to be happy? What are you going to allow this situation to be in your life and do to your life? And you've been affected by people, by losing people during this crisis. I mean, how, where are you going? Cause there's, there's so much bad. And when I say bad news, just deaths being reported, you know, there's not enough recovery stories, but where do you go for your joy and your happiness or even just for a small part of the day to kind of get you through? I get joy out of, uh, I want to say doing nothing and my, your, I like, I literally, I love makeup. I've traveled around the world. What, makeup is the one thing that I just buy all the time. Because when you go out of the countries, you know, you can bring it in without being checked and having to pay taxes and all that stuff. And you can throw it in your purse. Oh. I always bought makeup. I love colors and stuff. Don't know how to do my own makeup. I know just enough, but I just loved makeup. So I literally have been going through my makeup and categorizing it because I'm OCD in that sense. I'm a, I just love just, you know, I used to make miniatures and stuff. I just love working with my hands. I'm actually going to start China Moon Rags again. I'm going to make beautiful my scarves, my, my studded bandanas. So I'm doing that, but on, yeah. a, on a level where it's just like really one of a kind and just okay. kind of, but I'm just tapping into my creativity, my other creative side. And that is just, uh, doing things that needed to be done. Like, you know, I like organizations. I'm gonna work on my office, file papers. I love paperwork, but I like to be in the mood for paperwork. Oh yeah. You definitely have a Virgo rising. Cause you just giving me all my Virgo-ness. Oh, am I? Oh yeah. You know, Virgos are weirdos. <laughs> Look, my free flag, let me wave it. Look. We are. <laughs> weirdos. But that's why the Virgos are very attracted to cancers, I think, because I, I, Virgos and Geminis, oh, Lord, Geminis. I mean, I could be in a crowd and a Gemini will find me. I, I run from Gemini. So I'm a Gemini rising. Oh, Lord. So I'm just crazy on crazy. Gemini women, but Gemini men? <laughs> I don't know that. I never experienced that life, but I've heard a few things. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't mix. <laughs> Zita, you have like the lights. Huh? You thank you so much. No, thank, thank you, you so much for this conversation. This was the this was the, the soul feeding we needed. Thank you. Seriously. We, we all, I thank you. And, and thank you for your podcast because I always want to make sure that I do your podcast. And I told my sister that back when years ago with Tisha and I, when y'all first started it. Oh yeah. I think it's important that we have platforms to tell our stories, share our stories, be admonished, also, you know, promote ourselves, but it's important that we keep our platform so that you can get something as well from the guests that come on your show. I could get something from you. So everybody wins, but I want both of you beautiful ladies to be encouraged when you're feeling down, take a deep breath, let it out. You can't lay down and die. Yeah, keep no, moving. we can't. Can't lay mm -hmm. down and die. This old lady said that a long time ago. She said, well, you just can't lay down and die. If you could lay down and die, you would, huh? <laughs> That's true. 
You be okay. dead 50 times a day. You like, uh-uh. Thank you for saying that, though, because I think, Corey, you know, we can agree that we've taken so much from every guest. We try to, like, mm -hmm. they've given us so much, and it's just a beautiful love fest, you know? And thank you for coming back for more love. You got it. This is the way it is supposed to be. So y'all take care. Be blessed. I'll be praying for your families. Same. Talk to people without masks. Just put your mask on and wear gloves. You have gloves? At All the things. You got gloves? Oh my God, look what I just got in the mail. Okay. I just got my mask. Oh, you got your mask? Wonderful. Literally. Wonderful. But, Tishina, I think I want some China Moon masks. Oh, no. make China Can you do it? I was like, I, try, I probably shouldn't say anything because like, I literally make them hand by hand by hand. I, I personally make them. We but, need them first. Corey, I wanted to tell you, do you have any kind of a, a can of Lysol at all? Do you have any Lysol left? Uh, yes, yes, we do, yeah. Just spread it out if you want, like it's not, chemically it's not good for you, but I'd rather yeah. have a chemical problem than dying. So, um, yeah, <laughs> at this point, yeah. And spray it in your hand sanitizer, spray it in your, like your Windex, just spread yes. it. In all of your clean cl cleansers, put a little bit in your dish dish detergent. That way, yeah. anytime you clean, you know that the Lysol is in there to kill the the, the coronavirus. Yeah, it literally says it on the Thank container. It says it. Yeah, spread. It's not contained. And you know, if you you could use gloves, but I I listen. I could put Lysol on my hands and. Like, I'm so used we to just it. keep Lysol in like the sofas, the chairs, the rugs, the room, and we'll like Lysol down a room and close that door and let it get in there. Yeah. Our packages, our mail. I almost sprayed my mailman by accident the other day. I thought his hand had gone. I was right there. Oh, hilarious. I yeah. mean, it's good. That man, because the virus lasts, what, a, long, a few days? 17 days up to yeah. cardboard. So you got to spray yeah. down that mail and that paper. We're being vigilant. I know. I shouldn't have opened this uh, without washing it down, but I, it just felt like in a moment. But I'm definitely going to disinfect my hands. I You're going to be ready. I, I think I had that virus. I was sick. I was so oh, sick. No, seriously. Mm -hmm. I think I had it. And my, just my, because I never asked to go to the hospital. I was so sick. I was like, baby. And it was right at day, day before Christmas. And I was literally not well. I didn't get well until a whole month later to where I felt like, oh, but it didn't really affect my breathing too much. But I kept coughing like it was, I don't thank God mm -hmm. I have a lung problem about my daughter. She has asthma. But thank God when I started feeling some kind of way, I automatically quarantined myself. I literally oh, wow. had my scar. I wouldn't talk to people without having my mouth and, and, and my nose covered. Even at dinner, I went to dinner, everything. Nobody else, could, I swear to goodness I had it. A lot of people wow. have been saying that. I, I think it's been here, I do. You gotta fight it. Yeah. And if you you're- You have to fight you know, it, yeah. People, you gotta fight it. Like you gotta get up out of bed. You gotta get up. If you have to go to the bathroom, get up and go. Don't just lay there. Yes. You, this virus, you literally gotta get your body to literally fight it. I mean, it was yeah. my alma matter, but I knew it was that. I was like, I, oh God, I never asked to go to the hospital. That's because I was like, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to die. I don't want to die. You know, like, I just, I want to save yeah. myself or have a shot. I knew with me asking to go to the hospital, it was bad. They say it's I a mentality something. of survival, not defeat. You got to wake up every day oh, wow. as a survivor. Tell your listeners to just please fight if they feel any kind of way. Fight themselves and fight it. Be ready for the fight. Love you, ladies. Love you back. Thanks to our special guest, Tashina Arnold.
Be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes, yes Girl, Girl, such as our conversations with Rafael Sadiq, Kelly Rowland, Regina King, and Fantasia. You can check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Google Play. And while you're there, be sure to rate us and review us. See you next week. Bye.